curiosity. I want you to think, whoa, okay, I don't know if what he's talking about is true or not. I don't even, but it gives me a line of questioning, a line in which I can move, a direction for, for me to uh, uncover. So f for me, that's where I always went where I was curious. And that's why my words don't sound like other teachers' words, is because I didn't follow their curiosity, I followed my own. And I want each one of you to have that individuality, that sta standing on your own two feet originality. You know, I'm, this is what uh, this is what I've seen. It's not arguable. You don't argue the Dharma. Well, couldn't you be mistaken? No. Isn't there a chance of you being mistaken? No. Now, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> He's deluded. You can do that. I'm not, but you can do that. <laughs> okay. So, I want to give you, I want to offer a Dharma practice for uncovering these kinds of truths. Okay? Now, what, what's important is to understand that I... I am a contemplative. My understanding has come out of meditation, has come out of questioning, has come out of looking. There, you can find non-dualists who have been, you know, never meditated in their life. That's where you're... You know, if you're a meditator, this... I might be speaking to you in a way that you understand because I use the practice of meditation to show you what is possible, the range of possibilities here. Okay, so meditation has two expressions of discernment. It has a passive discernment, that is when you're just sitting, watching your mind passively, and you get an enormous amount out of that because you're not interfering with what it is that is occurring, which is a separate weekend. Explaining just what I said is a separate weekend. But you could also buy my book, Touching the Infinite, and it explains it. So I encourage, I encourage you to do that, actually. But let that be what it is. So passive discernment is being quiet with one's inward process and learning from what is seen. It's a dynamic in which awareness has its own intelligence to discern what it is that's going on. It's not your intelligence. You don't have to figure it out. It becomes obvious and integrated into the cells of your body. And that's passive discernment. And we've all who have been meditating have that experience of wisdom we don't even know where the wisdom came from, but we have a sense of a deeper abiding within wisdom from that passive discernment. Now there's a second discernment, and that's active discernment. That's what I'm going to be offering you today. Active discernment is when you have an itch that passive discernment isn't fulfilling. That is, like, what is time? Or it can be any question the kind of, it sort of, 
is unsettling to you and you're curious about its unsettlement and you know that there's some direct link between that and liberation and you don't you don't know how to get at it so you ask yourself this is intellectual you say okay so what is it that i'm interested in here what let me let me get it down to a single question if i can so what is now what is now what is how is the present different from now okay so now i now i have to experience what the present is okay i mean our whole meditation has been around be present now that's been the directive and in order to do that we have we hold on to it like we're in a 100 mile an hour wind we have a pole that's blowing us everywhere and we've got to stay with the present you <laughs> said in my experience i haven't been very successful at being staying with the present <laughs> and neither will you be why is that because you the person holding on to the pole is of time and the present that we're trying to get to is a single point in time and you're flapping around with the wind and you're thinking and my god this is awful i hate this present and all of that and that's taking you away from the present and that's the truth of your experience because it's the truth of mine and believe me i know that area of meditation where the present isn't the fix so how is the now so these are questions you're asking yourself you see you see what it's like to stay in the present and you watch it and how come i can only remember for like 2 minutes and then i'm gone what is it how do i how am i interfering so that it makes the present an isolated moment of time which i easily forget why is that happening you see i can already feel the itch in me like what's going on here i want to know that this is active discernment and if you take your attention remember i talked about attention you take your attention and you put it on the present and you put yourself alongside the present and see how you are interfering with the present the sense of you you'll get an understanding of the present you'll get an understanding of yourself as being in time and therefore unable to remain steady within a single moment you'll get a sense of what and your sense of self is and what it's how it's based what are the ingredients of the sense of self you like see all of these things are extraordinarily important not just in that moment of appreciation and inquiry but for the rest of your those things stay with you and you begin to understand the nature of self and that is essential if you don't understand the nature of yourself you're going to be using yourself to advance yourself and that's impossible you're going to be using yourself to stay present and that's impossible because you're in time and where you're looking for is not in time and you can't use time to settle in timelessness you see so these are these are gifts active in active discernment is a gift so we're going to we're going to use i now you're going okay so 
Can you have meditative pose, if you would? Now just, you know, just relax. Okay, just relax. So, I'm going to impose a question upon you. That's the worst thing that can happen. Somebody tell you what to, where you're, what to discern. That's not a good way to do it. But I, there's nothing I can do. You're, there's just too many of you, I, for you to find your own way through. Okay, so let me just. I'm going to impose it on. So it's a little bit pretentious, because you you're you're expected to be curious about what I'm imposing on you, and you may not be. But that's okay. <laughs> Okay. So the question I want to understand the movements of mind. This is a, I'm just conjuring this up in my head. I want to understand all the movements that are happening in my mind. And I want to understand what holds all that movement. Is it just movement? What's it being held in? What about the space, the, the inclusive space, the awareness in which that is known, you see? So I want to separate those two out because when I meditate, I just go to the movements of mind and I could do my usual thing. I'm trying to be mindful of the movements of mind and let them happen and let them go and all that. I'm very unsuccessful at that, but that's what I'm trying to do. And so first one, first thing I want to do is to, to I want to have some sense of how my mind is moving in this moment. So with that question, let me see all the movements within my mind. Let me see, get a sense of how my mind is moving in this moment. I'm interested in it, hopefully. Let us be quiet for five minutes and I'll remind you of what the question we're looking at, which is inquiry. Same method as we're using in dyads. So let me see how my mind is moving in this moment. How is your mind moving in this moment? Movement is just something that's coming, something that's going. A thought, an emotion, a physical sensation, a sound. Am I moving out to it? The sense of me inside the mind moving in this direction and that and trying to catch that movement. How is the mind moving in this moment?
How is my mind moving in this moment? How is my mind moving in this moment?
How is my mind moving in this moment? New question. Do I see myself, the sense of I, as part of that movement? Do I see myself as part of that movement, the sense of I, the sense of me, the center of it all? You have to be quieter than the noise you are making in order to see yourself. Do I see myself as part of that movement? Do I see myself as part of that movement?
The final question. The first one was watch all the movement within your mind. Notice all the movement within your mind. The second one, do I see myself as part of that movement? So those questions take us to the experience of the seeing, not further intellectualization from the question. The intellectualization stops and we move into the experience of where that where that question is pointing. So this third one is more subtle than the other two. What sees all movement? If it's not myself, what sees all movement? The second question took me out of the picture as part of the movement. The third question asks a, a different perspective from a different what sees all this movement? If not me, what sees it all? Don't get frustrated. Relax deeply. Relax. Just relax. This is at the edge of the known and the unknown. Be patient, extraordinary patience. Not the patience of waiting, the patience of accepting whatever is there. What sees all movement?
Okay. Gently coming out of the meditation. So I know those are my questions, and as I was mentioning, they have to be your questions in order for you to be interested in them. And, but just to be aware that there is a process that you can go through to answer your questions non-intellectually, non-conceptually. You can impose something that's really important to you. You feel like this is important. You feel that way. And so the, that curiosity, that focused curiosity begins to go there. Gently, doesn't it's not rude or it's not coming in with a with a wrecking iron. It's just seeing. Okay, oh, let me just see because I'm so interested. I just I don't want to touch it. I just just want to see it. And so that's that's how these things are realized within oneself. Where we were getting at in those questions is that. What is moving in my mind? Well, you know, everything is moving. But have you considered that you are also part of that movement that we see where our thoughts are coming and going and our emotions and sights and sounds? Are you also, are you, is your awareness broad enough to include yourself within that scene so that you see yourself coming and going? So that's, that's a work. That's, that's something, that's a whole, that's a whole level of understanding, shift of understanding besides what mindfulness does. Mindfulness, you're always the seer. And here, it's the seeing that sees. So, what is it that sees all of this movement is, a next, is the next step out from that. What is it that sees that movement can't be moving or you wouldn't see it. It's like when you are looking at something, the sense of you is in movement. And so what you see is a distorted picture of what it is you're looking at. And that it never, you never see it in its pristine essence. You see it in all the projections and your judgment and your ideas. You see it through the lens of your thinking. And that provides a very poor picture of what it is that you're seeing. And that's why mindfulness has to be cleaned up. And one of the ways it's cleaned up is to begin to see that the person who's watching, that can be seen as well. The, the subtle conversation that I'm offering myself to the object of what it is that I'm watching, that can be seen. And when that's seen, it clears the whole, it clears up the mindfulness. So now I'm open to just the seeing. Now it's out of your hands because you're not seeing anymore. It's something much larger than you. And when that comes into focus, and when, that, when you see that, then you, you realize that you've never seen a thing. It's never come from you. The seeing itself sees. I, I, I'm, I'm, it's the best way I can say it. I hope it's not too confusing to you. 